welcome to Inspirations in My Backyard. Original, relatable, authentic. Inspirations in My Backyard reflects human journeys shared through inspirational stories around our local heroes. Come and join me. Let's explore now. And now, what I want to do is let's looking back because now we are we're living in the moment. So now let's looking back and to see what's the biggest lesson you ever learned in your life so far. In our life, oh wow! I was expecting in in our time running across the world. <laughs> in, our, in our life, I mean, yeah. I mean, people always people always ask me that. No, my my answer I always want to give is well, I learned to talk. That was a pretty good lesson. But, uh, as, as, a, as a toddler, learning to talk was pretty helpful. Um, most important, I think for for me. I mean, not it's always hard to say what the most important one is, but so, an important one that I remembered was that everyone is just a person which I know sounds super simple and basic but for me I think for, and especially for a lot of young people who are looking to start you know businesses they go oh I don't know anything and they go I don't have any credibility and the the biggest thing was that everyone has to start somewhere you have to you know and a lot of people earned their credibility over time um, and I mean not to badmouth the Navy or anything like that, but I mean, we, my time in the Navy taught me that like, just because there's a hell of a lot of gold on someone's shoulder doesn't make them any more of a person than you are. And it's, that really helped me humanize a lot of people. And so that made me go, well, you know, if they can do it, hell, I can do it. You know, it was the final kind of ticking ticking uh, point, I guess, a turning point, not ticking point, <laughs> final turning point for me to, uh, to kind of realize, no, you know what, this is the time to do it. I'd always wanted to run my own business, but it was kind of like, that was a really big thing for me to learn. Um, was it like, no, they're just, everyone's just a person. Um, and it, yeah, it helps. I guess it helps us in business even now because we go, CEO of that organization, we can, we can talk to them. Of course we can. They're just a person who cares. They're all, they're all, they're all human. They're all human beings. And so mm. I think that was, that's a big thing for me. Oh, Such a hard question. So uh, I did on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, I had something a second ago. Sorry. Oh, here we go. I can give you a second one if you want. <laughs> another thing is, another thing is, is yes. Yeah, so people, people always say this, but surround yourself with, surround yourself with the people that empower you and that match your values. Um, like, I think that's so important for us. Um, we know that we're not always right, but we're always searching for the right answer. Mm. I think, I think that's an old. I think that's an old Steve Jobs like thing. That. But I think that was an old Steve Jobs mentality, but uh, uh-huh. also or one of his co his one of his associates or something like that. But but yeah, I think that's such an important difference in the mindset for us. Is Luke and I are never we, we have we even have a thing which is called disagree and commit, which is that if the other person if it's the other person's expertise and they can present a good solution and good reasoning behind their decision, even if you disagree with it, you disagree and commit if you can't come up with a better solution or a better way of thinking. So it's we, we commit to the right idea. I think I, I got it. I, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, want to, I want to add, add a little bit um, because what, what James just said, I feel like so resonated with me because for me, when I was, you know, just started to, I really wanted to do media. And then there are some people will, will say like, okay, media, and how do you compete with locals? And, you know, English is not, it's not your first language. And that really makes me feel that, okay, so I shouldn't hang out with those people because I feel like it's really, they, they put you down. 
And I really feel that I, when I'm with people who believe in me, that's how I, I shine. So that's yeah. why I think that's so true what you said. Yeah, no, you do shine. It, 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 it doesn't like that. You have a you do have a natural personality that draws people and makes you want to open up, makes you want to have a nice conversation. So if you've got that, you don't care if, you, if English is your second language. Stuff okay. that I've had. I, we've had worse interviews with people who English is their first language. So don't stress. Thank you. So 100%, 100%. You made my day. <laughs> <laughs> I think what really sticks out. I think what really sticks out for me though is is when you strip everything back. So context, if anyone hasn't read it, go and read The Five Regrets of the Dying. Okay, go and read that. It's really, really... So Five Regrets of Dying? Five of Regrets the dying. of the Dying, yeah. So it's about a, a nurse who used to work with palliative care um, patients and she interviewed them essentially on their deathbed and they, she made a book and you can read the summary if you want to. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, okay, what were the most common... Regrets, and so what really resonates with me is when you when you strip everything back, because we're all we're all going to die at some point. That's what we all have in common. Um, that we when we really strip everything back and, and take it back, people will disappear, things will disappear, um, achievements will disappear. It'll all dissolve, and what will be left next to you on that bed is your family, is the people that truly care about you and love you and want to be part of your life and so for me the value is really making sure you foster those relationships and that you you keep family close to you even if you have maybe some discrepancies or challenges in the past that those are the people or even your closest friends that hopefully will be there for the rest of your life and no matter how much success you have no matter how much money you have at the end of the day those are the people who are going to bring that that happiness and fulfillment and so it's really important to keep sort of fostering those relationships and making an effort with those people because you, you never know when it could be taken away off your end. That's such a good saying. Yeah, I I, I feel that's, that's so true. Relationship is so important to us because I, I do really firmly believe that we are human natures, like creatures. So we really want to be heard, like no matter where, which country you're from, and we always want to be heard and be, be loved. I think and be understood. That's yeah. That's why to have people around and that relationship just really makes the life difference. So, yeah. thank you for sharing that. That's and okay. then, what's the what's the best decision you ever made so far? Best decision in life or in yeah, yeah. just so far, so far. Yes, in life. <laughs> in the whole life, best decision I made. I mean, professional it, career. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've got a two-way tie between the best decision was to finally give it a go and start my own business, and also a tie with traveling for fifteen months straight. That's my two. They're my two. 15 months. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> so you just, you just uh, travel. He's a little nomad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had two weeks, I had two weeks booked in Thailand with a friend of mine. And then I had three nights, then I had a flight booked to London and then three nights booked in London and then had nothing else planned except for meeting Luki in Greece. You went to Greece after that, didn't you? Yeah, in, we started. Into, into Greece. Um, 
yeah, because I went to yeah, London, Amsterdam, Prague, and then met Lukey in Greece. And then from that point onwards, I just went wherever I felt like going and then just said, I'll come home when my money runs out. And that was 15 months later. That's so cool. And what, what made you um, decide to do that, like for 15 months? Uh, I think I had heard people say like, I mean, I'd heard people talk about traveling and stuff like that, but I think I experienced it. It's funny enough. Mum actually took us to like, cause I was quite, I was, I think I was 20 when I left. Um, and such a classic thing. <laughs> Sounds so cliche these days, but it was, this is a cook about 10 years ago. So, um, but yeah, mum actually took us for a, holiday is the first holiday she'd ever taken us overseas for we'd always just done local holidays and um, we went to we actually funny enough went to bali which is also very cliche but i think that experience um i was like i need more of this and there was a person that i met while i was in bali and uh, and she was from the netherlands and she was traveling a little bit herself and she said you should she said you should do it you'd love it and i said all right, I'll see you and I'll see you in the Netherlands. And so basically, yeah, then, uh, I was like, I hadn't really confirmed it, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it was maybe six months later that I decided to up and leave. And I'd been working, I'd been working so much already. Um, not quite knowing what I was saving money for. I was doing six days a week and five nights a week. Um, and so that then, yeah, it turned into traveling. And so now I've yeah, covered a lot of mainly Europe, but also did South America and the US and Canada. I definitely have to hundred percent, James. <laughs> so James, do you do you think you will you will encourage everyone to travel? Uh, yeah, yeah, not with COVID. Uh, <laughs> please stay where you are for the moment. Um, I, I my biggest regret, I think my biggest sadness is that like there's a lot of countries at the moment that are so so heavily affected by COVID mm. that it's going to be a while before you can even visit them. Like there'll be countries in Europe you can visit, but there'll be countries in Europe that you're just not going to be able to visit for a long time. Unfortunately, mm. uh, which is so sad because they're some of the greatest countries on the planet, I think um, in terms of your travel experience. But um, yeah, I think once it's, once it's all okay and, and this is all over, then yeah, I would encourage absolutely anyone to go and travel because it's just, we, we talk so much about perspectives and I think that mm. travel it's, it, and I, I'm doing my best not to sound like a cliche person who has traveled. <laughs> um, but it's, it's not only does it shift your perspective on the world, not only does it make you more cultured. Um, mm. I did it, I did it solo, um, which is another, which adds an additional element to it. I had, I had moments where I met up with obviously like, like I said, Lukey and I, I met people on the way, but, but solo was an interesting experience because not only did it, force me to kind of reflect on myself in those moments where I was by myself, but also it forced me to reach out and meet people and also, you know, that were from different cultures um, and, and taught me a lot uh, about that. But it was another thing that people often don't talk about is that, is that when you do travel by yourself as well, it, you can be a different person, not in a weird way, but you can be a different person in every single city you go to. You know what I mean? You get to be a new version of yourself every time you shift to a new city. And mm. that was kind of cool in a way. Mm. In that, and it wasn't, it's not a new version. It's, it's not a new version of me. It's just a different part of me might come out mm. because of that city. So I think you get to see all of the different parts of yourself uh, as you do it. Um, and you kind of learn what you're made of in a way. Yeah, um, exactly. Just recently, I heard someone told me that actually for, for us, like for everyone, we have different identities within us. And... So yeah, it's really matched with uh, what you said just now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. All I remember saying, Greece was definitely James's party characteristic <laughs> and the party side. Oh, it's just this I one wonder who brought that out. I wonder who brought that out. There's this one story. So we flew into Santorini and like when we left San, uh, when we left Melbourne, I had a fever. When was, we landed in Santorini, I was just dead. Absolute fever, shaking. I was like, I can't go out. This is horrible. I'm looking at like the most incredible view of my entire life and just need to stay in the room. And all I remember what happened is is well, something happened. James like told me to get up and then handed me this like bright blue cocktail and said, like, drink up, let's go. And like from then I was like, okay, we've got to fall through this. And then sort of like it just kept going from there. Um, and so there's, there's definitely some good adventures that, that Which we is have. a switch of the roles usually because it's usually you handing me drinks. Oh. <laughs> this, this was the one time it had gone the other way and I was able, he was able to kick on. This is true. This is true. So definitely some good stories there. Um, yeah. But I'm just trying to think, yeah, for me, so I want to say travel too, but I'm also conscious of that you can't travel now. So it's sort of like uh, we recommend traveling, but you can't do it probably for the next couple of years to most of those places. Pacific Islands, maybe, hopefully soon, um, around Australia. Uh, Fiji. Go, go to Fiji if you can. That's my biggest. <laughs> this amazing. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and from the professional careers, definitely starting the business, but in the sense that actually persisting with the business. Everyone can start a business. Everyone has ideas, but to actually continue them and have that, that grit to persist is where the challenge lies in that there's been so many days where James and I have just been like, why are we doing this? We could easily be starting a pancake stand and feeding, feeding the hungry. Um, but it's, it's, it's really holding on to that why that you started out with and not giving up. If you really believe in this problem, if it's actually a problem that your solution solves, um, to persist and have someone there that can keep you accountable and lift you up when you need to be lifted up. I think that's why James and I work so well together is that we have this intuitive sense to the point of which we're literally typing the same thing or wearing the same clothes to meetings. <laughs> so you, you never had any conflict between between you? There's always, uh, there's always conflict. Like, naturally, there's going to be conflict. Is that uh-huh. what we, but we understand. How do you solve that? But it's not a personal conflict. Mm-hmm. I think what we're really good at, James, is um, is separating a friendship to a business relationship. In that, every when we're in a business mindset, everything questioning, all of the questions are not coming as a personal attack. In that, it's always to do what is the best decision for the business. So you didn't feel it's hard to separate friendship and um, partnership. Not really. I haven't started uh, at all. Uh, yeah, because I think, yeah, one of the, the things that makes it easy for us, easier for us to know that, to, to separate it, is knowing that the other person has the business's best interest in mind. They're not, it's not, neither of us are selfish when it comes to business decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we trust each other. And so what that means is that when it comes to a disagreement, oh, sorry, uh, when it comes to a disagreement, um, it's 
not seen as, yeah, like Luke said, a personal attack. It's just like a what is best for the business. And if we disagree, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if we go, oh, no, no that don't work. No, 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 that won't work. Or is it? it just, mm-hmm. it always ends up with, okay, so what are we deciding is best for the best of this situation? Okay, cool. And then we put, and then that's how, we, then we just move on. And that's the, that's mm-hmm. it. And so that doesn't affect what I think of Luke as a person or as a friend or anything like that. It's We're purely just to the point where like we just don't agree we're like no this is how it should be done no this is how it uh-huh. should be done but it's understanding that you can say something's wrong but you need to back it up with evidence yeah. you can't just be like no that's a that's a horrible shitty idea mm. you'd be like what is your research and evidence to back up that claim and what is your alternative don't just say it's horrible give me an alternative to help go mm. forward because anyone could be like nah that's a horrible idea but make it better actually like do something i think that's we're on the same page is there's that trust um and understanding that the business interests what's what's best for the business is always in the back of my mind and i think that disagreeing commit thing is just mm-hmm. it's a really clever way, way where we're at now to be like okay i'm pissed off but i'm going to put that aside and believe in what you say yeah that's a sort of it's yeah, yeah. It can't, yeah. And we move, we actually move on from things very quickly. Like if we, if we just like we could, we could be like ah, and then it'd be just like okay, cool. What are we doing next? It's like, like not not like oh, I've got to go to my room. I'll see you later. It's like it's like, you know it's not that type of situation. It's just like okay, we've, we've sorted this out. Cool, let's move on, and that's it. It's natural. Like yeah. the grit, the grit thing is so important. I think what Luke said mm-hmm. is that uh, if you know why you're doing it and you understand mm-hmm. the values, then mm-hmm. the, then you will naturally be able to push through the, sh- the bits that are harder yeah. much easier and you'll be able to be more patient and you'll be able to push through it because if you don't have that when it gets tough you've got nothing to help push you forward you've only got just i know i need to do it and that doesn't yeah. get you anywhere <laughs> it's yeah yeah that's yeah that's really good good thing and you mentioned about it and i feel like both of you are all very rational Think about, yeah. The right right mix between rational and emotional is what we like to think. I really, I don't know, something just sparked my mind, really jumping back to Mm -hmm. one of the lessons you were talking about. Because I did that, I did Mm. that, I did the professional lesson. I think a personal lesson, it it just sort of popped into my head now. No idea how it got there, but that it it really touches base on what James says. Everybody's a human being. Don't judge someone who may be less than you. Okay. What I mean by that is you never know what someone's experiencing on the inside or behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I could be doing this great front right now and I've still got my shit going on behind me. Um, is that you never know mm-hmm. what someone is going through. And so you shouldn't be in business to judge them. Um, and that's what we obviously we like to teach and act listening too. But beside the point is that everyone has their story. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their unique journey. Yeah. And it's finding out about that. I think that's where that's where that incredibleness lies. Is that stories are really, really powerful because you'll all, uh-huh. you'll always see that someone's story you can resonate with a particular aspect of it. We're all really, really super connected in that the, the experiences might be different, but there are similarities between us all. Mm. So it's, that's what something sticks yeah. out. And, yeah. and it help and it help it helps you understand the intent behind behind other people's thoughts and actions as well. Mm-hmm. When when you when you think about their story and the fact that they're a human being. Mm. And also, it just reminds me of uh, living in this multicultural country in Australia because I, I, yeah, that's what I what I learned that to be non judgmental because a lot of times we have that um, 
uh, stereotype. Stereotype. Stereotype um, of each nationality. And then living here, I really made me feel like, oh, you shouldn't have anything about that. Just just getting to know that person. And oh. that's something that's so important. I know we talked on this previously, but it, it, I definitely, when I was in China, yes, understanding how when you go to a country and you don't speak the language and no one speaks your language, how hard it is how uncomfortable I you feel imagine. and so that, that was a huge empathy sort of just like slap that i understand now when individuals come to australia and don't speak the native language mm. like a lot of people maybe don't treat them the right way or with that respect because they just don't speak the language but it is hard to navigate it is extremely hard and you have to be extremely patient from both sides um, so that was a massive yeah. But I also feel like every challenge really brings a lot of opportunities and I feel living here for seven years really um, made me grow as a person a lot, but also a lot of just kindness around, around just really makes me feel so, so empowered to do things what I'm doing now. You're lucky you've got two homes now. Yes, I do. Have you visited Melbourne before though? Uh, only twice, but very short time. So okay, All right. well, yeah, when maybe. you can, when you when you can, when you can finally come back to Melbourne safely, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll make it in a third time maybe for you. Oh, thank you. I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question is: um, What would you like to say to your younger self who just started or um, about to start his career? I would like to think How that we are, are still young. <laughs> you are still young. Yeah, yeah, still. You're still very young. How old are you, if you don't mind me to ask you? 29. And I'm, tw- and I'm 28. So. Oh, well. About, to be, about to be 29 very soon. We like to think of it as like a fine wine, as we like to say. It's just we just constantly get better with that. I, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm older than you because I this year I'm I'm thirty, and that's why I feel like this is will be the best gift I've ever given to myself. No, what what water are you drinking? You drinking yeah, fountain of youth? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you look incredible for thirty. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we need a brand that we can make a business out of that water. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what advice would I give to my younger self? Um, I know it sounds so simple, but I would just say like, you got this. Like, just remember you got this, like it, like you will get through this. You've got this, like whatever this throws at you, you got this. Um, at the, because at the beginning of my professional career, there was like, you know, it's always like anything you're like, it's just, you kind of don't know where to kind of stand. You don't know what to do. You kind of more, a little awkward in the way you work and you become more comfortable in the situations. And I would, probably tell myself to maybe embrace more opportunities that came my way. Um, I probably got a little bit too focused on kind of what I thought and maybe wasn't as open to new opportunities back then. Um, I think I became more open over time. Um, But I would, yeah, just something as simple as just, yeah, you got this. It's fine. So good. Last motto there. Uh, you're going to get that. You should get that tattooed on you. You got that's, that's going to be <laughs> my, gra- my grave, gravestone. <laughs> Anyone walking past is going to be real depressed until they see my gravestone. Be like, you know what? I do got this. I got this. <laughs> Good. I think, I think for me is, is that you control your life. Mm. Everything, everything you do is in your control. No one else's. 
not what they say about you, not what happens around you. At the end of the day, you make the decisions for you and no one else should impact that, okay? And sometimes when they try to impact that, really they're, they're just projecting their insecurities or vulnerabilities onto you because mm-hmm. they need to do all they're afraid to do that work for themselves. So back to really control, you control. What is in your power or circle of control? Okay, that's sort of the final lesson that I probably mm-hmm. like to say. You don't yeah. necessarily have to make decisions because someone else wants you to make decisions. Mm-hmm. But you want to please certain people in your life to go a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Okay, because maybe it was maybe they're trying to project that onto you because they never made that those decisions. And so it's really taking the step and, and being courageous um, and, and, and taking those actions. I really sort of, I love that example when you have, it was a philosophy exam and the question, the question was, how do you define courage? And there was like, everyone was writing pages and pages of, of work and, and a huge essays. And then one student wrote, this is courage and supposedly got full marks. So maybe yeah. think about it. It's, it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know if it was real or an urban myth. I know it's, it's like. Awesome <laughs> or if that student was just someone that just took a chance and just like whatever. But when you think about it, that's actually uh-huh. the case. like yeah. That's it's so hard to define it, but mm-hmm. in, in that little sentence, it shows it. Mm. As well. Yeah, but I really, I really feel that's yeah, that's, that's something I learned as well. Like you said, um, you are you are the in the in the driver's seat, and. Yeah, you can make everything happen if you want. Mm. Um, thank you for that. And now we're going to our, I, I don't know what do you call this, like a quick answer time. So it's like- Rapid, rapid I, fire. Oh, rapid fire questions. Yes. <laughs> so are you ready? Born ready. Okay, Whenever, great. Yeah, born ready. Let's do it. This is wow. too many. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Who is your role model? Why? <sighs> this is a rapid fire. This is rapid fire. <laughs> my, my, my dad. Why? Because um, he, for me, he represents both the right mix of um, rational, professional, mm. and but also emotional intelligence. Mm. That's so. You're so lucky. I don't think I don't really have a role model to be honest. It's just yeah. I like I, I, it's an eclectic array. So for me, it's a bunch of different people who do different things in my life, mm-hmm. and they offer different things. Yeah. I, I can't actually pick a particular person that I'm, I'm drawn towards as being like mm-hmm. this is like I worship you kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. My mum my, 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 my is going to be at least going to flip. Shout out to Torza as well, of course. But, uh, but then, yeah. But then, I, I mean, I, I like anyone. I think, I, I think anyone who's a visionary mm-hmm. is also a big thing as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just first thing come to your mind. Yeah. Because cool. it's done. Okay, great. Thank you. Next one. Do you have any good daily habit? In water. Uh, Water. <laughs> Drink water. Yeah. yeah. Drink of water. First thing you get up. Last thing you do when you go to bed. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, you have the both answer. Like same, same answer. Ah, uh, mine's cold showers. Cold showers. Cold showers. Yeah. How long is your cold showers every day? Four to six minutes. Wow, <laughs> that's so short. Sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually, if it's, it, every morning is cold, but not every evening is cold because sometimes if I'm not feeling well, the warm shower at night's better. Oh, sorry, you said cold, cold showers. 
Yeah, calls. You know what? When I listen to it, it's like couch. I feel couch time. I don't know why. I like in my mind, it's like no, couch no, no, time. No, 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 no. Cold, cold shower. shower. I heard that people say, it, but I feel it's too hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What did you get the benefit out of it? Uh, you actually, it's, it's it's just something about like how your body feels in the morning in terms of like the stress because it's a bit like when you I, I I don't know this is the weirdest description of it but you know when you fry a steak it tenses up and then you let it rest that's what I think a hot a too hot of a shower does it tenses your body up and you've just been relaxed for the whole night and so if you put cold water over it, it wakes it up but it keeps it mellow so you come into your day not tense you come into your day calm. Wow! Look, are you going to try it? Are you going to try? I tried to. I was just like, not for me. Like, regardless of the benefits, I'm not at that stage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next one. Is there any book that has ever changed your life? Oh. Well, probably the, the Five Ways of the Dying. Mm. That's it. That's a good. That's a good one. Mm. I don't realize you read yeah, books. What do you mean? I could read. <laughs> <laughs> my answer was going to be funny. I know this is a bit of a weird throwback, but I, I, I read Richard Branson's Losing My Virginity a long, long time ago, maybe when I was like in year 12. And mm. I think that kind of opened my eyes to like the fact that you didn't have to be some, for me, I think when it was like when I was in high school, it was like you had to be some sort of genius to be that type of person or you had to be, you know, but like, it, 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 I don't know if it, this is to make sense, but it closed the gap between how I felt, how I felt, you know, away from, how far I felt away from that person. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, detached. Like, and I think that kind of started the mindset because even I look at like celebrities now and I'm like, you're just a person. Like, come on, man. Like, like, like the, 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 the fine line between being like, just you know, you're the, the normal person and being you know uh, someone like Richard Branson is not as far as I think a lot of people think. So I think that that's a book that that changed my mentality with that. Mm, wonderful. Next question: Do you have any mantra? Like, what's your mantra, or do you have any favorite quote? Yes, I do. One, what is it? One of mine is um, everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. I, I, had to, I, I gave you the vulnerability quote about transparency, transparency is letting someone in your house, vulnerability is letting someone in your house and move the furniture. I like that one. Um, Such a good one. What your mantra for me is, like, is never lose hope. Mm. As soon as you lose hope, you lose your direction, you'll lose, your, you'll lose everything. So it's, it's holding yeah. on to hope. And mm. that... You might not be there yet, but you, you, if you're moving towards something, try and be closer than you were the day before. Mm. But hope That's is definitely one sticks out. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. Next question. What's your happiest moment this year? Probably the launch of our app, I'd say. Sorry, what the, is it? The launch of our app. Ah, yes. Yeah, probably. What do you feel um, when on that day, launch your, your app. Just, oh, all right, thank God. <laughs> that, was, that was more than anything. Um, but it was also just right at the beginning of COVID, so it was like we couldn't really you know, shout it to the world. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think 
yeah, I think it's been yeah, probably that at the moment so far. <laughs> I'm saying that, and I'm also saying we're in Melbourne when the gym's opened up for that two and a half weeks and I could go to the gym <laughs> after lockdown. I think that for me was like one of the happiest moments. Yeah, the two <laughs> yoga classes I did in that week were the best ever. <laughs> I miss them so much. <laughs> oh, I think, but I think also another happy moment for us, Jeff, is, is we've met a lot of incredible people this year. Oh, we've God, been able yeah. to doing Zoom meetings is like we, we it's preferable for us because we can just get so much more done and be so many more different places. And how did you meet so many great people this year? I think leveraging LinkedIn, generally wanting mm. to help other people, mm-hmm. is what we sort of come from, um, and really understanding where you fit in that space. So I, I hit LinkedIn hard and then... I love LinkedIn because that's where I met you both as well. Yeah. And thanks to, shout out to Sam. Yes, Sam. Shout out to Sam. We were talking to Sam this morning. Oh. Yeah. Reminiscing with him. Yeah. Lovely. Um, okay, next one. Um, one thing that you look forward to by the end of this year. Gym's open now. The, re- the release of our Android app. <laughs> yes, I look forward to check it out as well. That and... Yeah. Sitting, sitting at a cafe. Sitting, mm. oh God, yeah, that'd be so nice. Yeah. 100%. Sitting down for a meal that I don't have to do the dishes for. Yeah, no, not using Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that, yeah, all of those things would be nice, I think. Yeah. Mm, this this little simple things, right? Just yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Last question: If you have all the resources, money, and time, you can do anything like in your life. What would be the top one dream that you want to achieve in your life? I love it. rapid fire question. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rapid fire question. Holy moly. Uh, <laughs> First thing came to your mind. I mean, I would say, I would say keep doing the work that we're doing, but on a bigger scale. We can like, we're, we're, we are a seed of what we could be if we had all of the money and resources in the world. Mm. Um, and you know, if the, and I mean, it's also naturally the, the, the world is in a bit of a lockdown at the moment, but for us, if we could do what we do and we could continue to travel the world, doing the work that we're doing, continuing to speak to amazing people and, and, and reach as many people as possible and use what we've created to change them, then I think that would be rewarding because it would tie in a few things it would tie in our passion the work making a difference a little bit of travel and seeing new things meeting new people um and doing it with lukey beside me <laughs> stop it <laughs> oh. okay i want to take a different approach okay. a couple of i can't think it to one but i'm thinking things that are popping in my head now uh make travel international travel free okay if i had unlimited money if i could do whatever anything yeah. Okay. Oh, you've, got, you've gone real unlimited money. I've gone real unlimited money. We're not talking. Oh, we're not talking Bezos money. We're talking unlimited money. I would remove poverty. I'll make sure everyone has a house or something to live in. I would make mm. sure everyone has fresh water to drink, mm. as well. And part of me, like, I gotta be careful. I've got ideas. I'm just like, are they politically correct? Probably not. Um, is is like remove terrorism. Mm, yeah. Remove oh. fear, almost. Remove fear. Yeah, mm. that's what I'll probably do. 
It's not a thing. Not one thing, but a couple. Yeah, you went, you went real unlimited money. Like you, you are like <laughs> mad money. Uh, you've gone on another scale, but I like that. I like that. I love those. Like both of your, your dreams are, are so, so cool. Um, yeah, definitely. And we need to have more and people talk, like you. We need to talk to more people like you though. We want to, we want, I, that's what, that's what I would want to do. I would want to come to Adelaide and, and hang out. with Please. You. I would love to give you a tour. So I will be the local guy. You'll get I'm the a, best I'm local guy. Hold, I'm holding you to that. You know that, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, do you have any final words? Like, I'm uh, coming to the uh, end. I think one hour already. Uh, yeah, no, I would just say thank you for having us. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I think these, the, your questions are incredible. I think it's, you. uh, you've, you've done a, you do a fantastic job and, and you, we've done, you know, like I said, we've done some interviews and stuff like that and panels and things like that. And I think you bring a kind of warmth to the space that is, that makes it easy to share, makes you want to share. So I think that's fantastic. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be that person who plugs our organization, but if you want to check us out, just Google voice of health um, and you'll be able to find us. Yeah, spot on. And I'll, oh, sort of, so I'll, I'll, I'll show what James, you just said as well, but it's like something's resonated with me is, is the backyard. The backyard is a space that, that is your space. That is something that you can create. You can create plants. You give it love. You watch it grow. You see it flourish. Is that that's taking that leap of faith and actually doing that. I think is incredible. And my advice to other people is you have one life, give it a crack. If it fails, you've learned a lot of stuff along the way, hopefully. Um, if it doesn't fail, you just end up back where you started. You haven't, you haven't lost anything. You can only gain skills and lessons along the way. So if you're ever thinking about something, give it a crack. If you need to reach out to us, hit me up on LinkedIn, maybe me instead of James. Um, <laughs> for LinkedIn. For LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, we'll happily sort of, yeah give you some recommendations or yeah, yeah along the way yeah. but yeah thanks yeah. for having us oh, I want to I want to say thank you so much um, for being my first guest um, for this episode and I it's, it's such it's such a pleasure for me to talk to you both and the things I've learned and you know the like you got this and um, the, the values you know and then you had to find your why for what you're doing like everything and really yeah, really resonate with me. And I feel that we uh, have like so much things in common about the values. And I also feel that the one of the things you are doing, so please check out the voice of health. And yeah, that makes the world uh, a better place. And thank you so much, both. Okay, I will see you. See you next time. And Thanks. come to Adelaide, find me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join me next week for another episode of Inspirations in My Backyard. 